Hi, and welcome to Not Your Mother's Library, a reader's advisory podcast from the Oak Creek Public Library. I'm Rachel, and today I am co-hostless. Cue the ever-impending loneliness that plagues all of our tiny little lives. Melody, I miss you. Why did you leave me? Fear not, though, because I do have a guest, and she is way better than the alternative of the sock puppet that I was planning to bring. Longtime listeners will know this guest, as she contributed to July's episode, Get Happy. It's none other than the library director herself, Jill. Welcome. Thank you. And thank you for saving the show today. Would you like to give everyone a refresher about who you are and maybe some of your background? Sure. Um, like Rachel said, I'm Jill Leninger. I am the director at the, here at the Oak Creek Library. I've been the director for eight years now. I was in the Get Happy podcast. I um, suggested some books, and I'm excited to do this podcast again. So thank you. Very happy to have you here. We do have a fun show planned today, something a little bit different. We usually talk about books that we recommend, but Jill suggested that we instead talk about ones that we wouldn't be caught dead reading. So I have to say real quick that on the way in to record the podcast, I was telling another co-worker about this plan, and her suggestion was that that's a great idea because at the beginning of the year, she always feels inundated mm-hmm. with all of the things that she should be doing. So I'm hoping that by doing this, we'll be able to give you a list of things that you can just tick right off your to-do list <laughs> because you don't have to try these. We're just so helpful. <laughs> exactly. Know? That's what we're here for. Now, I do want to say that, as per usual, all of this is opinion-based. We may talk about a book or an author that you yourself really enjoy, and we respect that. Sure. I think every book has its own crowd of fans, right? And just because Jill or I might not like something, in fact, we may even detest it, I'd say. That doesn't mean we don't think other people should give it a try. And just because we dislike a book now doesn't mean we'll never change our minds about it. But seriously, though, we're never going to read this. <laughs> uh, did you want to get started, Jill? Sure. Um, So the first book that I have to my list is actually one that we've talked about on this podcast before. It's a book that Melody really liked. Which is why you can talk about it now. Exactly. Um, But this one for me is Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. And there's nothing wrong with the book. It's a bestseller. It's very popular with a lot of people that I know and like. I personally just normally am not into self-help books, which is funny since the last podcast I was on, I talked about a (laughs) self-help book. Um, but overall, I don't really like those personal development self-help books unless it's a memoir, unless it talks about a person's journey and it gives you other information besides just their personal development journey. Um, so again, in the last podcast, I talked about um, the Dan Harris book where he talks about meditating, but he also talks about becoming an anchor for ABC News. And so when you couch it in how that affected his life, I like that one. Um Whenever I read reviews of personal development books, I always think of a line in the Elizabeth Gilbert book, Eat, Pray, Love. She gets an email from a friend when she is at her yogi retreat in India. And the friend says, I wish I were interested in what you were doing. (laughs) And so that's for the most part how I feel about personal development books. I love the concept, but I just don't find them to be that engaging. So... I like the idea of them, but I've recognized that I'm never going to read one. And would you go to India to be a yogi? No, I would not. I think about that line a lot in yeah. other parts of my life, not just personal development. I feel that way about gardening. <laughs> I feel that way about a lot of other things. Sure, sure. 
Um, the other one, again, personal development that I always think sounds so interesting. So if in the comments you want to tell me why it is so interesting, go for it, um, is The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. I have tried to read this book at least three times, so it's time for me to just accept that it's never going to happen and take it off of my list of things to read. Sure, that's fair. <laughs> you gave it a go. Exactly. I've tried and tried and tried. <laughs> well, my first book is nothing like those. <laughs> it's actually a series of books by K.A. Applegate called The Animorphs. I don't know if you've ever seen these, Jill, but... When I was a kid, the covers used to freak me out. They would show kids, like, transforming into animals, but it was, like, really, it was 90s, so they tried but did not succeed very well. Um, And all I can think of now is whenever I see these covers, I think of the horror movie Tusk, (laughs) which is, if you don't know about Tusk, think human centipede but with a walrus. Okay. So... If that doesn't put you off, I don't know what will. I actually feel the same way. Before I was a library director, I was a children's librarian. And so I'm very familiar with the Animorphs. And I feel that way also about the Aaron Hunter series. Mm. That's a series about cats, warrior cats. And I feel the same way. Like, they're a huge bet. They're a huge hit. Kids love to read them. But the covers kind of freak me out. Maybe that's sort of a niche group of kids who just go crazy about animals right wish they were animals i don't know it's a weird one but no for me Uh, another that i refuse to read is the host by stephanie meyer so my reason behind this is because i fell into the twilight trap okay it's not gonna happen again Uh, i was a teenager at the time when the books came out so i am the target demographic but yeah i i could never read this one i mean I'm ashamed that I've read all the Twilight books. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of. A lot of us have read the Twilight books. I suppose. So I also, um, I actually started the Twilight series. I only read a little bit into the first book and decided that that was not going to be for me. Because what I got most out of those books was that Edward drove a Volvo. The beginning of the book talks a lot about Edward's Volvo. So... If you are a Volvo fan, this is a great book to read. Otherwise, yeah, I'm never going to read it. (laughs) I've never heard of a book recommended specifically for Volvo fans, but now they've got one. There you go. (laughs) Uh, I have another. It's actually another two. Both The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown and And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. The issue I have with this is I've seen the dramatized versions either tv or movie and once you understand the mystery what is the point of reading the book it's been spoiled you know so da vinci code's very entrenched in conspiracies and once you kind of figure out what's going on there's no mystery around it anymore yeah the da vinci code to me is one that you can only read once yeah and it's also pretty long so but because you don't know what the mystery is and this again is for like Rachel said at the beginning, mm-hmm. where we don't necessarily have to agree. Because you don't know what the mystery is in the Da Vinci Code, it's a huge page turner. Oh, yeah. But I'm you're sure. right. If you've seen the movie, yeah. it's not going to be a normally, page turner because you know what's coming next. I do love mysteries. So it is my own fault for not reading the books beforehand. <laughs> that is on me. I will not blame anyone else. <laughs> and I might eventually give in and read, and then there were none because I do like Christie's writing style. But yeah, spoilers kind of suck. Yeah. And then also, there is a very long novel called The Pillars of the Earth by Ken Follett. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. It's about medieval history and specifically architecture, which I think is just a huge snore. 
I like history, okay? I studied it back in the day. But this particular subject just does not interest me in the slightest. But weirdly, it has spawned a TV adaption, a video game, several board games, and a musical. Why? I didn't even know there was a musical. No. I knew the rest. I, I did watch the TV series, but that did kind of seal the deal on me not wanting to read the book. So, so I have to add one that goes along with the pillars of the earth in yeah. your comments. Um, and I'm just going to apologize right off the bat. <laughs> but that's how I feel about the Lord of the Rings oh, books. There we are. There I, it is. I like the Lord of the Rings books. In fact, it's one of the few that I actually like the movies better because I love the storyline. I don't want to read all of the language mm -hmm. and I don't want to read the background, it's, the genealogy of yeah. the characters. It just confuses me. <laughs> <Tolkien's very laughs> so it's a great story. I don't want to read the books. <laughs> <laughs> he also put in a lot of songs in the book, which when you're reading a book, you can't imagine the melody. It's very off. No, it kind of reminds me of at the beginning of the first Harry Potter book where they all sing the Hogwarts school song yeah. in their own melody because that's what you have to do. Uh, it's fun when you're around kids and you're just right. making stuff up. But as a fully grown adult trying to figure things out, it's it's not so much right. fun. And, and I have read all three of them. And actually, I ended up listening to them on an audiobook. Um, but I don't have to read them again. That's a good point, though. Audiobooks can help if you're... Questioning whether or not you want to read a book, give the audiobook a go. A lot of times, intense. yeah, yeah. A lot of times, I think that the audiobook makes can an audiobook can make or break a book. There's a lot mm -hmm. of books that I could not get through, and I loved when I listened to them. Yeah. All right, my other one, my other one is um, anything by Janet Ivanovich. Again, this has probably been on my to read list since I started working in libraries, so a little a little more back history. My first professional job in a library was working on the bookmobile. Oh, cool. And so when you work on the bookmobile, it's all reader's advisory. And that was, Janet Ivanovich was huge. She was coming out with books. I don't know, it felt like monthly. I'm sure it wasn't <laughs> that often, but it felt like it was monthly. And they sound great. Every patron that's ever read one has told me they're funny, they're engaging, and there's just, there's too many books out there to read. And daunting. so someday I might go back to it. But again, it's one of those where I should probably just take it off my, my list because it's going to be years before I ever get to that one. I feel similarly about uh, author Clive Cussler. He is a very popular and prolific author, maybe not on the same level of output as James Patterson, but he's published about 80 novels, which is so impressive. Uh, but they're mainly about maritime adventure, natural disaster, which just isn't my jam. So no matter how good a writer he is, it's the subjects aren't something I'm interested in. Yeah, there's a lot of submarines in his books, I feel like. <laughs> um, for me, another one that I'm just never even going to pick up is Fifty Shades of Grey. But E.L. James, again, bestseller. It's just, it's not going to happen. And I there. honestly don't have anything else to add to that about why. I think that's just enough said. I think everyone understands. <laughs> <laughs> so another one that's just not going to happen for me is It by Stephen King. It is so darn long. It's over 1,100 pages. And I'm reading King's Dark Tower series, which by itself has been a trial to get through, but even then the longest one is only about 850 pages. 
It's just hard to hold a book that that's Oof. that is that big. Yeah. Again, that's where the audiobooks it come in for me. It hurts your hands. Yeah. <laughs> that's where ebooks could really yeah, be a exactly. boon. So you know, Overdrive, Libby, Hoopla. Yep. Uh, the main issue I have with it though is the child killing clown murderer who can cause hallucinations. No. Nope. Yeah, nope. I I don't not ever want to read mm-hmm. horror. I don't like horror movies. I don't want to read horror books. I was gonna say I'm also never gonna watch the new series no. of movies from it. I saw the original made for TV miniseries, which is bearable because it was in the '90s and pretty corny. And Tim Curry is a treasure. Let's admit it. Uh, but I saw a clip from It Chapter Two, and again, nope, not happening. So the last one that I have is one that I think I can speak for all librarians when I say. We get asked this a lot. Whenever I meet new people or when people find out that I'm a librarian, they immediately want to know what classic literature I'm currently reading. And I'm not. (laughs) I'm not reading classic literature. I read it in high school. I read it in college. I'm kind of done. You know, again, someday I'll probably have to read it again because my children will have to read it and I can, you know, we'll read it together. But you know, Jane Eyre, Charles Dickens, Shakespeare. When I read them for school, they were great. But I want to spend my time, my free time when I do read. Frankly, I really like fluff. And so (laughs) it's just not going to happen. If you meet me, just know that if you want to talk about the great, the classic that you just read, I probably have not read it and don't know anything about it. Hot tip for all it's our librarian secret that we we probably <laughs> we, didn't in do fact, that. Have not read every book available in the library. Correct. Such a surprise. <laughs> uh, I think that is a good place to end it. So, you guys, if you want to check out the show notes for titles and links to everything we've talked about today, feel free. Although I personally do not know why you would bother this time around, unless you want to put it on your to-do list and then mark it off, which yeah. is something that they tell you that you should do you to feel like you're being more productive. <laughs> Does that work? I don't know. I've never tried. <laughs> Remember to subscribe and rate the podcast if you like what you hear. You can reach out to us through the library's website or Facebook page. Be sure to use the hashtag NotYourMother'sLibrary. Thank you so much for joining me, Jill. I really was not joking about the possibility of a sock puppet co-host. I mean, the show must go on. Well, I was really happy to be here, so... Uh, I will be back next month, and luckily for all of us, another guest is lined up. We will be talking about musicals. Uh, Also, I have some exciting news for a future episode. You may know that April is National Poetry Month, and this is me officially sending out an all-call for your poetry. Send in your submissions to us via Facebook Messenger, and we will read them on the podcast in April. Poems can be serious or preferably not so serious. You can choose to have them read anonymously, or if you're feeling brave, attach your name so that the world might bask in your infinite talent. Just let us know your preference at time of submission. Poems are due by March 1st, so that we'll have time to record everything. I will be adding some of my own atrocious creations to the pot, mainly from my teenage years, as will other members of staff. What about you, Jill? I think I'm going to pass on that one. (laughs) Again, poetry, not my thing. But I'm looking forward to hearing everyone else's submissions. (laughs) I'm sure everyone else's, too. Again, any poems submitted to us via Facebook Messenger have the chance to be read by yours truly. Deadline is March 1st. Don't plagiarize and do try to keep it PG-rated. We reserve the right to not read your poem. 
If you submit your work, you are granting us permission to read, record, and post it online. I hate disclaimers. (laughs) Until next time, happy reading. Bye. Bye. Oh dear. It's still recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs>